What's going on? Sure. What was what was the issue tonight offensively? Obviously, they've been very good defensively all year, but what was it that you guys couldn't get done offensively against that defense? Well, I got to go back and watch the film. I can't say off the top of my head because it could be something, but it could be not. Uh, I just got to go back and watch the film and uh, see what the problem was. How frustrating is it when you just don't seem to have much time just to get into your own brain? Well, it's really frustrating because I need to be able to, um, I just need to get feedback, you know, just know what's open and what's not, and just quickening up my process. So that's all it is. It's not really, I know everybody's doing their best, so it's like, it's not really frustrating because if I miss a throw, I wouldn't want, you know, everybody be that way towards me so that's how I am the same with everybody else um, when it's not there we just wasn't on the same page tonight I'll say overall but uh, we just gotta watch the film and get better sure how much of the offensive struggles were related to the inability to run the football yeah I can't say because I didn't watch the film so you gotta understand I only see they all quarterbacks know um, when you're playing a game and whatever side you're reading and stuff like that. And it just depends on the play, the progressions and stuff like that. You, you're only able, you're not able to see the full picture how you guys are able to see. So that's when you go back on film and understand more um, in detail what was going on and what was happening. Shooter on that first drive, he goes 13 plays, 62 yards. Looks like the offense is clicking. And I think the next eight drives, you have 50 yards total. Did anything change? I know you haven't watched the tape yet, but did you notice anything that changed their defense and your offense? No, I say I just wasn't getting the ball. Oh, glad to see we have space. <laughs> How's everyone doing, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen? Uh, this is a little sexy. First of all, also great game by the UCLA Bruins. Uh, I adore their head coach tremendously. I have a tremendous amount of respect for him. He's a great coach. I'm glad we finally got our contest over so I could call him and get advice from time to time. Um, as we discussed that before the game and, and after the game. He's one of the real ones. He's one of the good ones, and uh, he knows what he's doing. So I could glean a lot from him. Uh, today, we played our butts off. I feel like I'm proud of the kids. I really am proud of these young men. Um, they hung in there as long as they could. Um, offensively, we got to improve. You see that. The quarterback is taking us beating it. Um, he got an injection at halftime. Probably should tell you that, but you know I'm 100. And uh, just to block some of the pain. So I'm going to give him the next few days off so he could at least be mobile because I know once that block is off, he's going to feel it. Tonight, we got to do a better job of protecting him, uh, running the football. I know we had a couple linemen go down, but there's no excuse. It's got to be next man up, so we got to have enough depth to be able to uh, accomplish the goals that we set out to accomplish. Special teams, model was terrific. Model was unbelievable. That is who he is, so that's a highlight of uh, special teams, and they covered tremendously well. As, as well. Defensively, we, we, we fought our butts off. We made some key mistakes. Uh, once Shiloh went out, he's one of the main communicators on the back end. That was a tremendous blow for us because he's one of the leaders on the back side of the defense and he's the enforcer. He's the dog back there. And uh, I don't complain about official calls, but 
because those those guys have the toughest job in the country to me because the game is going so fast and they have to make a call even though they have an opportunity for instant replay. But the catch on the sideline and the targeting for shallow, uh, I'm still questioning those things. But um, if it is what it is, they, I think they had a tremendous bearing on the outcome of the game because when you lose the safety of that caliber and lose the quarterback of the defense, that's a tremendous blow. And that uh, play on the sideline, I think that was the third down, would have been off the field as well. So we got to do a lot better, not only uh, offensively, defensively, as well as coaching the game. And I'll take the full responsibility for that. I got to address those issues that we're having uh, as well. Let's go. Okay, first one, Brian. Hey, Coach. Uh, yes, it wasn't just tonight. I know the offensive line has had kind of up and down here. You had some new guys in there tonight. What's going on that you guys just haven't been able to figure that side or that area of the ball out? Uh, depth, not only depth, uh, killer instinct, want, desire, will, athleticism. Um, the hardest thing to acquire is line. So when people have a good one, you rarely see line and jump. <coughs> And, and go to different schools. I think we have some some guys that uh, it's going to be good with a little seasoning, but overall uh, we just don't have the the fight or the passion to to do what we want to do. Right? I'm a little biased because I'm his father, but I think we have the best quarterback in the country. Uh, I don't think any other quarterback could put up with or uh, stand and deliver like I always do week in and week out and, and, and taking the beating that he's taking. And then we gotta address that. We gotta address that um, scheme wise, we gotta address that uh, functionally with what we have um, on the line and we, we just gotta do a better job. Kyle, really good. Coach you mentioned the, the coaching aspect of it as well. Yes, I mean, sir. Specifically with the offensive line, I mean what has to improve in that aspect besides from two the line the line has to improve. There ain't no aspect. The line has improved. Coach, we've talked about run-pass balance a lot this yeah. year. I think it was up until that last drive, you had maybe seven carries with running backs compared to like 34 passes. Yeah. How how much is of that is a struggle for you guys right now? Just well, it's a struggle to run the ball. Yeah. It's a struggle to run the ball, and uh, we we got to figure figure that out because now you're, you're one-dimensional, and it's easy to stop a team when they're one-dimensional, and that's who we are at this point in time. Could to follow up on that? Could being able to commit to that, you've talked about wanting to commit to what? Running ball. Could, could that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we committed to it on the first down and with was second and 15. Right. Those are the type of things you don't want to do and get behind the eight ball. First downs are so vital. First downs are everything. I mean, first downs are what we held them um, statistically on first downs, it, it was hard for them to move the ball as well. And uh, when we're Get negative yards on first down. That's a tremendous loss because now you know you're going to throw the ball on second down, and they're they're calling their defenses pertaining to that loss. I just asked that in terms of the big picture, trying to keep Shadur upright, healthy, and the overall. The big picture, you go get the lineman. That's the picture, and I'm gonna paint it perfectly. How would you describe Travis's performance today? Travis is Travis. I keep telling you that he's the one kid, not the one. It's, it's multiple kids. I don't concern myself about their play and their attitude. Travis is going to bounce back. Yeah, I know he's going to bounce back. You know, he was coming off of injury and he was taking the offensive side of the ball a lot more serious than he was taking the defensive side of the ball when he first came back. And he just had to, you 
know, reset because he didn't go home on the break. He stayed, worked out, trained, and, and got his feet up under him and, and, and watched film intently and uh, studied the little things. So he was prepared and ready to take it. He gave you a Travis Hunter performance. Coach, before you third. Ariel's up. Four games left. How do you? You're not Ariel. Ariel's up. Regardless of whether or not you um, agree with the call or not, what did you say to Shiloh when you were walking off the field? When he was walking off the field? That uh, he, he got to keep it low. Just keep it low. If you keep it low, it's just no question. I, I believe that he was not in fault because he turned his shoulder all around. He always does. He knows how to hit. Um, and I told him uh, I'm proud of him. He was having a heck of a game. He was being dominant on the defensive side of the ball. And uh, I'm just proud of him. You know, I'm sorry this transpired, but I'm proud of his effort. I don't I don't ask my kids to be the best on the field. I ask them to give their best. And uh, he gave us their his best. Coach, you talked about growing your talent and building this program. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of uh, great talent in Los Angeles, a hotbed of talent. There's a lot of hotbed talent everywhere. But how much are you paying attention to this area? I pay attention to all areas. I pay attention to all kids. I don't just target one area, although I love Florida. Y'all know that. I'm from Florida, and I like Florida dogs because that's where I come from. But um, it's hotbeds everywhere. But, I mean, you, you have uh, a plethora of people. Teams are looking and seeking those kids as well. You know, everybody knows we ain't hard to find. Yes, sir, you're, you're next. What you do is, is the paint somewhere specific or is it, you know, kind of all around? I don't know. He's hurt. He's hurting everywhere. Coach, Trust me. Four games left, trying to get bowl eligible. What's the message? Say that again. With four games left, trying to get bowl eligible, two more wins. I don't give a damn about no bowl. We're trying to win, period. Like, that's not, we're not saying, oh, we got to go to bowl. We're trying to win. We're trying to win, period. And I think uh, we proved that. Um, First half, the second half, I know we came back and gave it up explosions as soon as the second half commenced, but the young men played a heck of a game. They, they really did. They they played the bus off. Like, a lot of the mistakes we made, we know we, we can do better than that. And we, uh, they forced them, but we made tremendous mistakes uh, defensively. I'm not going to talk about offense. We made tremendous mistakes defensively that enabled them to do what they did. But overall, I, I think there was an improvement. Uh, what were we doing to you? How many challenges? Seven for 60? Yeah, it was a tremendous improvement from last game. I mean, we hopped on that all week long, so I think we made tremendous strides in that aspect. Okay, two more. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, real quickly, after I think it was the Colorado State game, you said there were a lot of people you know, that were happy that this was happening. I think there's more yeah. people that are happy that you're winning and you're succeeding. Well, thank you. I have a quick question, it. tactical question. Mm -hmm. When you fold it within 13 at the end of the game, mm -hmm. is there any reason why you didn't go for two to come within 11? To be it, well, you don't really go for two until you have to. So it wasn't. It my, wasn't. my reasoning is a field goal and a, a, a point, a, a two points. Yeah, once touchdown. you get to that, like sure. when you get to that point, you do what you have to do. But sure. until you get to that, you don't you don't take those chances at, at all whatsoever. Thank you, Coach Sanders. Hey, Coach Prime. Yes, sir. Uh, you always talk about improving the program. You always yes, talk about the mistakes. What are the differences when you versus coaching versus teaching these young men, and what at what points? Well, like well, we're always coaching and we're always teaching. I mean, that's 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 what we do. And uh, every game teaches a tremendous lesson. Every day of life teaches a tremendous lesson. So, I think they're learning um, at a fast pace because unlike many other. Uh, first-year coach-led teams, there's a tremendous expectation for us, and we would love to meet those expectations. I, I, I think 
we were close. We were close. I mean, we did some wonderful things. You could see what we have and what we're building, and you could see the need. So, just like recruits, you don't think they're watching TV and they see the needs that we have? It's, 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 it's very easy to understand this is what we need, and this is the type of quarterback that we have. So, I'm happy with... Uh, what I see for the future. I really am. I, I know we got a bunch of we lost today, but I'm happy with what I see in the future because you can see how close we are um, to being what we desire to be. Okay. Thanks, Coach. No, no, no. Let me go. Okay. Let me go. Let me go. Uh, Coach. Yes, sir. Coach, um, you talk I'm about sorry. the offensive line. No, you're good. You're good. My man. I, I love this guy. He does a heck of a job. <laughs> I'm there, sir. You do a heck of a job every week, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. Curtis is the best. Um, yeah. Your offensive line again, we've talked about how poorly they play today in the offense in general. What can be done at this point in the season formation-wise? Playing with six linemen, two backs, is there anything formationally-wise you guys can add at this point in the season, or is well, it is what it is? We can all say what could have, should have, would have been. We do. But you know there's a defense over there that's studying and preparing for us each week. And uh, they have these type of weapons. You gotta still understand we we played against one of the best defenses in the Pac-12 and in the country today. And uh, we came out and went right down the field and we didn't get six, we got three, and we came back and got another three. So we, we showed some things that we could do. The consistency that just isn't there at this point because of the lack of uh, talent at certain positions. Yes, ma'am. Um, can you just talk about just how well Shamir's been doing as a quarterback? Well, I can't sit up here and elaborate on how well statistically you can see how well he's doing. I, I I don't know who else, you know, that they have in these hires and Heisman balloting and running that takes the abuse that he takes and get back up. I don't know if any of these guys could stand and deliver every week like he does with the same um, stress same stress that he delivers from. So I'm proud of him, and not just as a father, but as a coach, I'm proud of uh, his strides and what he's doing and what he's seeing. What's the biggest challenge of playing two ways? For, for Travis? Um. Probably the conditioning part, but Travis never tires. The conditioning part and the physicality of it. Right. Coach, look at, at a positive tonight. Mm -hmm. You guys have not been forcing turnovers the last few games. You get right. four of them tonight. Um, how big was that step for this defense to start doing some of those things? Again? Well, it's tremendous. You got to understand. I'm, you know, somebody said that I'm not as critical as, as uh, Coach Kelly because I hear the calls going in. There. I know what the guy's supposed to do. You know, and I know when he makes a call, that guy's supposed to do that, and sometimes that does not happen. I'm tremendously uh, ecstatic about what we accomplished in the turnover aspect of everything, but we still made little mistakes. We harped on first down, shot down, first down, they take a shot. We did talk about that all week. We even showed them a consistency of plays that we've given up on first downs, explosion 20 yards or more, and it was a multitude of them that happened on first downs, and I'd be daring. We'd come out and first down, they, they take a shot, and they hit it. After we've gone over that over and over and over and over. But, I mean, we live and learn. Coach, how does it feel that your team, you know, set record numbers here at UCLA? I want to say record numbers are winning. I, I do. I, I, I admire um, the fans, and they came out and, and, and did a wonderful job and, and 
than packing the stadium and selling out. What is it, uh, eight consecutive sellouts? Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm ecstatic about that, but I would love to be on the winning end of those sellouts. I really, truly would. That would be phenomenal for me. What was the message at halftime tonight? It seemed like you guys went in there. It, was, it was rough. It was rough. I don't recall everything I said, but it, it was rough. What was the theme overall? Now. Now. Yes, sir. You were saying yesterday in some of the videos um, that you guys posted that how special it was to be at the, yeah, Rose, yeah, at the Rose Bowl. I mean, you never had the chance to play here as, as a player. Um, despite the loss, I mean, what did it mean to be able to be in this uh, building tonight? You gotta understand, I mean, too. To understand this is the, they always say the granddaddy of them all, and, and to see the iconic games that has been played here, and not to be able to play in it as in my whole entire career, but to come back and coach in it. And you got to think about, see, when, when we walked, Coach Hart, um, Coach Mathis, as uh, and uh, Mr. Calhoun, who, who runs our operations, we was just coaching youth football several years ago. And we in the Darren Rose Bowl, and you want me to question how good my God is? Have you lost your mind? I'm serious, like seven years ago, us, Coach Hart was running the defense, Coach Bash was running the defense, I was coaching the offense, Coach Calhoun was running the operations. Same thing we were doing with youth when we took seven plus loads of kids to the Hall of Fame. So we, we, we always take a picture in these type of uh, stadiums, and, and we just think about Wow, this is unbelievable. Do you have to remind yourself to take in those moments and appreciate Yeah, I do. I don't have to remind myself. It comes natural. It's a blessing. It truly is. So that's why it's hard to knock me off my horse because I always think about the goodness of God and how good he's been. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Coach, it's not often that a head coach will sit up here after a loss and volunteer to take more questions. Yeah. So thank you for that. My question, though, it seems like you've found the balance so far this season, but can you provide some insight into how you walk that line between father and coach when you see Shiloh being ejected and right. taking those hits? Well, it's easy to walk that line when I've always walked that line. And I said several weeks ago, I'm not new to this, I'm true to this. I've been doing this. I've coached my kids their entire life. They, they only really know me as a coach. Shador has never had another football coach in his life. Shiloh did because he went to the University of South Carolina. But I've raised them and coached them their whole life, so it's easy for me to switch hats instantaneously, but to understand who they are as an athlete as well. And I don't baby them, I don't sugarcoat them, I tell them 100, and I treat them as such. Um, unless I'm hugging them or kissing them on the jaw, you would never know which one of these kids are my sons. Coach, you've talked a lot about players that like the game versus players that love the game. Yes, you've also sir. talked about you know gauging the locker room's level of belief. Yes, sir. How together would you say the team is right now? We had the best week of practice, man. We had the best Friday workout we've ever had, and uh, we came out ready and prepared. It was not because of a lack of preparation, of a lack of want and need. We just made some key mistakes at some key times, um, and we're um, seven to ten players away of really doing what we want to do in college football. Anything else for Coach? We talked a little earlier this year about the offensive coordinator learning the quarterback. Yeah. How far along in the process do you think Sean Lewis and Shadour are? And <laughs> what have you thought about Sean's performance so, so far this year? You can't put them on the spot like that. I think the coaches are doing a, a pretty good job. Thank you. That was a great try. <laughs>
I've sat in your seat for like 17, 18 years. <laughs> so I got to know what is coming. Coach, is you Travis at all on offense today? Uh, no, I mean, I tell, I do tell them who I want in the game and what I want now. And I don't discriminate for that last one. Coach, did you anticipate maybe going through a tough time like you're going through right now? I'm not going through a tough time. What makes you think I'm going to do? What about me looking like it's a tough time? <laughs> well, I know you're used to winning. <laughs> this is it like a tough time to y'all? No, no, no. I would love to win. I'm, I'm accustomed to winning. And we will win. We will win. You just put your seatbelt on and hold on. We will win. If you, you, you got to see what could possibly happen um, with, with the team that we have. I mean, shoot, we really only got our butts kicked once. And that was in Oregon. We got a bunch of kick. It wasn't really winning that. Anything, all the other games, you could see how we could have won those games. We we could have done that. So that's that that's called hope in our book. And I'm I'm thankful and happy for that. Um, I appreciate you all. Um, God bless you. I want you to have a safe trip home wherever you're going, wherever you're headed. And uh, let's wake up and smile tomorrow. And bless the one. Thank you, God bless you. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for taking the time, Coach. Dress warm. Uh, I'm already dressed. Thanks, Coach.